fellow traders to another episode of Truth Is Now Treason. I want to thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We want to ask you a favor. Please like us on Facebook and tell others about it. We want to get the word out. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Lennox. Have you ever had a situation where you needed to be in two places at the same time? You know, it's something you can't do. We only have the ability to be at one place at one time. There's a rumor that the CEO of ESPN said that the job of the network was to take the audience to a place they were not able to be. It's a great concept and they do it very well. Now, I'm not able to attend every sporting event that I would like to see. You know, sometimes you've just got to work and so you can't see the sporting event that you want to see. Or sometimes you have a terrible spouse who won't let you do the things that you want to do. Not that I personally have ever experienced that or anything like that. Good answer, Dietrich. Good answer. (laughs) Yes, dear. (laughs) But what's neat about ESPN is that you can, in some ways, be two places at the same time. Because the next morning, I can catch the highlights on SportsCenter. But what happens, though, when you are relying on someone to tell you the truth about what happened because they were there and you were not? Or when someone has information that you do not and you need them to tell you that information that you are not privy to? This is the job of the media, and we cannot be everywhere at the same time, and we cannot have all of the information that is out there. We rely on the media to tell us the truth about what is happening. And when they are not doing this, they're violating the very reason they are there. And if you have not experienced the media lying to you or you don't believe that your news source is, then we want to let you hear firsthand one, maybe two or three examples of how numerous media outlets have done this. In this episode, we want to share instances of how our media in America has either hidden facts, edited people's comments deliberately to push a fake narrative, or just outright lied. So we want to show how the American media has either hidden facts, edited people's comments deliberately to push a fake narrative, or just outright lied. And remember in our first episode when I shared those three words, let's go Brandon, and then an entire nation saw a news reporter lie about something that she didn't even have to lie about. We all could hear what was being said, but she thought we would believe her lie. And if you don't know what we are talking about, You can go to Google and look it up, but that's just one simple example. And it may seem trivial to you, seems trivial to me, but it's just an example of how the media didn't even have to say anything. That reporter didn't even have to say anything, but she did. Another example that we're not going to go into, but I just want to briefly mention, is where the media outlets told a false narrative and it wasn't just one time or one week it was over a period of years remember all we heard about was trump colluding with russia we even set up a special counsel we spent taxpayer money and i don't even know how much was spent on this investigation and the mainstream media refused to report the truth which was that hillary clinton and the dnc set that lie into motion about Trump and the journalists and the leftist politicians just ran with the lie. They didn't even investigate it. And once they knew about it, they continued to repeat the lie over and over and over again. We mentioned in our first episode that in the Bible, Judah is riddled with lies and God calls them out for it in Isaiah chapter 59. You know, our nation is no different right now than Judah. Our society is filled with lies just like Judah, and we want to explain how. 
Our focus will be on the media in this episode. In the last five to six years, the mainstream media, not just one or two journalists, but entire networks have been lying to the public to the point that we almost expect our news to be fake now. It isn't shocking to find out that CNN or ABC or the New York Times reported something false. You know, we're going to share an example and then we will go on why this creates such a disaster for our nation and what we need to do about it. I want you to listen to Trump speak in this clip and then we're going to explain what's going on here. But you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group, excuse me, excuse me, I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, excuse me, are we going to take down, are we going to take down statues to George Washington? How about Thomas Jefferson? What do you think of Thomas Jefferson? You like him? Okay, good. Are we going to take down the statue? Because he was a major slave owner. Now we're going to take down his statue. So you know what? It's fine. You're changing history. You're changing about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in the other group also, you had some fine people, but you also had troublemakers, and you see them come with the, with the black outfits and with the helmets and with the baseball bats. So what's happening here is Trump is referring to what happened in Charlottesville. And the media edited his words in regards to this. What happened in Charlottesville was we, there was a protest going on about a statue. You had people who wanted the statue gone. You had people who wanted the statue to stay. And what Trump was saying was is that there were many fine people on both sides of the issue. Now, we could show you clip after clip after clip in the media where they were spreading the lie, implying that Trump was calling racists many fine people. But you know you heard in those words, he says, I am not referring to you know different racist groups. He's like neo-Nazis or white supremacists. They took that section of his words out. Yeah. So they were deliberately taking words out of what he said and trying to make it sound like he was a racist. Now, numerous people ran with this. Rahm Emanuel. Don Lemon of CNN, Obama, The View, Biden, Biden and his campaign manager, The Washington Post, MSNBC, all of them were spreading a lie. Or as we saw in Isaiah 59, as it says, your lips are full of lies and your mouth spews corruption. No one cares about being fair and honest. All of these people did not care about being fair and honest. All they cared about was spreading a lie. Now, in my opinion, there's probably only two main reasons why somebody would lie. The first is to make someone look better. And the second is to paint someone else as a terrible person. And the Trump example of trying to make him look like a racist is a prime example of trying to make someone else look bad. We've all done this. Dietrich's done it to me. He's, no, I haven't. He's painted me as terrible and himself as wonderful. Well, that's true, though. <laughs> no. That's a lie, traitors. <laughs> But we, we've all done it. We've all painted someone else as horrible. And we usually do this. Why? Because we want to make ourselves look better. Well, here's something to think about in regards to Trump. Trump has always been in the limelight. He's, he does crave public attention. Don't get me wrong. 
but he's been in the limelight for decades and not one person called him a racist until he was what? A Republican president or candidate for president at this time. So he was, no one ever painted him a racist until he was a Republican candidate for the presidency. While this was all going on, while the media was busy painting Trump a racist, the media completely ignored the blatant racism of Joe Biden. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American who was articulate and bright and and, and clean and nice-looking guy. I mean, that's a storybook, man. This is an example of corruption being spewed. This is a deliberate move by the media to paint one guy as a racist and the other as a wonderful human being, when in fact the total opposite is true. So we've got Joe Biden saying that Barack Obama is bright, articulate, and clean. And by saying this, he's implying that that is not something that black people are, which we know is just absolutely absurd. This is racism. What Biden said is racist. I don't want to just throw those words around because I see it happen so often. But I'm sorry, what he said there, it's a perfect example of racism. And this is a perfect example of using a lie to make someone look better than what they are. And we see it again with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Here's a very newsworthy story that the media completely refused to cover when the story broke right before the 2020 election. You know, as a matter of fact, numerous outlets called it a Russian disinformation thing. And they also, even on social media like Twitter, they suspended the New York Post's account, blocking people from seeing that story. So here's a major news media calling the Biden scandal a conspiracy theory. National security experts were aligning with a Biden campaign alleging falsely that the story and the laptop were Russian disinformation. And Twitter and Facebook just suspended stories. Twitter and Facebook censored stories about the issue. Again, they're trying to hide what's going on. Why were they doing this? Because a poll was taken among Democrats and one out of 10 said that they would not have voted for Biden had they known about this story. Why was it so important for the media to hide the truth? Because on the laptop were emails showing how Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were both benefiting from energy deals with the China and the Ukraine. Oops, can't let that get out now, can we? Don't believe me? Then take a look at the link listed on the podcast description yourself. There's also a link to a Senate report as well. Well, and those were possible illegal dealings. So that's why it's important. You don't want the president to be compromised by foreign nations. And the media just totally blew that off. Isn't it amazing how they accused Trump of that? Then, oh, gee, I'm sorry. It's Biden, the really one that's doing that. Yeah, here's, here's an example right here what Dietrich's talking about, where the news was and still is hiding the truth about Biden and then making it a lie about Trump. Remember Trump's impeachment charge? Quid pro quo? I have no idea where that word came up, (laughs) came from. It came from quid. (laughs) Or squid, I don't know. (laughs) It's like, okay, quid pro quo. It's you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of thing. In this case... They accused Trump of bribing another country and keeping aid from them until that country does what you want. And Trump was on a phone call with their Ukraine leader, and he released the phone transcript showing he didn't do this. But the Dems went ahead with the charges anyway, other charges, I guess. But here's the kicker. Biden actually did what the Democrats tried to impeach Trump over, and the media protected Biden once again. We have an audio 
of Biden bragging at the Council of Foreign Relations when he was vice president under Obama about doing a quid pro quo. He was putting pressure on the leader of Ukraine to fire a certain prosecutor that was investigating corruption in his son's company, Burisma. He was threatening to withhold aid to that country unless he fired the prosecutor. Went over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was what six hours." I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Well, son of a bitch, <laughs> got fired, and they put in place someone who was solid. At the time. Well, there's still, they, so they made some corruption. No, not in the Biden camp. It's definitely only in the Trump camp. You know, the media ignored this video. And even when, when fact checkers, supposed fact checkers, looked at this, they said, well, this wasn't funds from the U.S. This was funds from the U.N. and from other countries. No. What did Biden say? He said that Barack Hussein Obama was going to back him up on this. Well, they have nothing to do with funds from the U.N. They only had funds to do with funds from the U.S., okay? These were U.S. funds, and they were trying to keep them away unless they did what Biden wanted him to do. Quid pro quo. Biden is guilty. Trump was not. You know, with the media lying, there's a specific problem. We have in this nation over 300 million people expecting the media to tell them the truth so that they can know what's happening. It doesn't matter if the media is hiding the truth because the story doesn't fit their narrative. The result is the same. They are trying to mislead. So let's go back to Isaiah 59, verses 3 and 4. It says, Your lips are full of lies and your mouth spews corruption. No one cares about being fair and honest. The people's lawsuits are based on lies. They conceive evil deeds and then give birth to sin. Traders, we have journalists who are assisting politicians in their lies like we mentioned earlier in the Biden situation. In this chapter, it says to Judah, they conceive evil deeds. We see that in America with the editing of Trump's comments at Char Charlottesville that Dietrich mentioned, you know, that was not a mistake by the media. It was intentional because they did it over and over and over again. That just, again, shows no one cared about being honest. They were repeating a lie often enough until it became the truth. Yeah, no one cared about being honest. They continued to mention all they had to do was listen to Trump speak or read what Trump said. But instead, they continued to push the lie. They, what they knew to be false, they said it anyway, to deceive those listening, many in which they did deceive and not caring either about destroying a man's reputation. I mean, this sure fits the description of Isaiah 59, where it says they cared. They don't care about being honest at all, and they conceive evil deeds.
you know, if there's a split right now in this nation, and I believe there is, it's for this reason. We have some people out there who all they want to hear is the lie. They want to be told what they want to hear. They want the news to be specifically tailored to their preconceived notions about the world. Then there's another group, those who are wanting the news to be stating the facts and then let me make up my own mind. You know, this group of people has seen how the media has been operating for far too long when every move that Barack Hussein Obama made was praised as if a new messiah had stepped into our midst and then everything that Trump did was a disaster because he was the son of Satan. You know, why is it that most of our media is like this? Paul talked about this with Timothy 2,000 years ago. This is in the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 4, where it says, For a time is coming where people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. Have you ever had a conversation with someone and you could just tell that person didn't want to hear what you said because it didn't fit with their notions? That's what it means with itching ears. You're dealing with somebody who doesn't care what the truth is. Or as we've said before, don't confuse me with the facts. When you've got people who are saying, hey, don't confuse me with the facts. I just want to know what I know. That's what it means by itching ears. So whether you're listening to the state-run media, as we call it here at Truth is Now Treason, hosted by MSNBC or CNN. Dietrich, what does CNN stand for? Chinese num-nums? I have crappy news network. (laughs) But whichever (laughs) it stands for. They're all sponsored by the DNC. (laughs) CBS, NBC, ABC, New York Times, Washington Post, and on and on and on. These networks are groups of people who are all following their own desires and saying to their audience what they want them to hear. And as often, many times, what the audience wants to hear as well. And I have an interesting treason bite, you guys, coming up about this very thing of exposing a certain media outlet that admitted its goal was to change viewers' minds rather than report just the facts. You're going to want to hear this audio that we found where they openly admit they are being propagandists. And hopefully we'll get that launched in the next few weeks. But no matter what the lie is about, whether it's, hey, inflation is transitory, or covering for the Biden administration right before the election to help him get elected, or whether it's going all the way back to 2012, where we were attacked, our U.S. embassy was attacked in Benghazi and and several people died because of it. They accused the attack was because, or they said the attack was because of a racist YouTube video when it clearly was not. All of these are constant barrage of lies. And again, the media is doing it. Why? Because these are individuals that have rejected sound teaching and logic. Yeah, and this is a huge chunk of why truth into treason came into existence. We wanted to shine a light into the darkness. We see how we have become a nation where we are teetering on the edge because of incessant lies. So how do you fight this? First off, know that if somebody has lied to you, do you keep going to that person for information? Do you continue to seek to gain facts from this not-so-trusted source? No. You know, let's make others aware of these networks and how they are peddling lies. Or maybe we need to be the ones to stop listening and change our news source. You know, we urge you to do this because the Bible tells us to guard our minds, protect what goes into it, only allow the truth to enter it. Secondly, we have a huge problem that we often see today is that people, even in the church, will say, well, I don't like getting into politics, or I'm not going to worry about it because God is in control. 
you know, first off, we have to realize that there's going to be people who are not interested. And sometimes you'll get nowhere by saying something, or you might even make things worse. But here's something to consider when somebody says the latter, when they say, I'm not going to worry about it because God is in control. Respond to them with something in this vein. Yeah, just imagine if people in the 1850s had said, yeah, I'm not going to worry about slavery because God is in control. Or in the late 1930s in Germany, if they said, oh, I'm not going to worry about the Jews because God is in control. You see a problem with that mentality? That's our challenge. We're living in a nation of lies, but we are also living in the midst of a tremendous opportunity. No one is ever satisfied living a lie. The fact that the lie exists shows the total dissatisfaction that exists in that person's life. You know, if you're a Christian, you know the truth and the truth will set you free. That, to me, is exciting. With all the darkness around us, Jesus is the only light. And if you don't know how to be a Christian or you're not a Christian currently, you don't know what it means to be a follower of Christ, then I want to point you to our Ultimate Treason series, especially Episodes 4 and 5. This series talks all about what it means to be a Christian. But if you are a Christian, then let's look at this the way Christ would. How did Jesus tell his disciples that people would know who they were? By how much they loved one another. So it's important for us to expose the lie, but also to love each other while we're exposing the lie. This is the type of love that changes the world. This is the type of love that destroys slavery. This is the type of love that fights injustice. It's the love that lifts people out of poverty. It's the love that demands that truth is not treason, but that it's the standard for which we live by. And this is the love that those in power fear because it makes them irrelevant. And this is probably why they lie so much. When they are lying about who we are, we need to revel in it. Why? Because it reveals their fear. When they smear falsely who we are, thrust your fist in the air. Why? Because you're free and their lies have built a cage around them. When the media launches a lie at the truth, laugh in their face. They can't stand it when somebody is fearless in the face of tyranny and lies. This is something we need to look at as, you know what? This gives us an opportunity that's bigger than anything we possibly have ever seen before. We have a chance to reach a nation that likes to pretend it knows the truth sometimes, but a lot of times it doesn't. Until Until next time, time, my fellow fellow traders. traders.